Hello and welcome to the L'Oreal Intern Insider Podcast, your exclusive look into what hashtag life at L'Oreal is like for L'Oreal USA's summer interns. From how our interns got recruited to what a day in the life is like, this podcast lets our summer interns share their internship experience through conversations with full-time L'Oreal employees. We're your campus recruitment team hosts, Regina and Jacine. So keep listening to hear the L'Oreal intern inside scoop and who knows, maybe one day you'll be an intern on the podcast too. Hello and welcome to another episode of the L'Oreal Intern Insider Podcast. Today we're focused on career changers. Why did you choose L'Oreal after pursuing your MBA? So super excited to talk about this topic. I am joined by my co-host Pete. Pete, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Pete Kim. I am AVP of Talent Acquisition, overseeing the operations functions. So super excited to learn more about you guys and uh, we'll have you guys introduce yourselves and then we can get right into it. Hi, I'm Eileen. I am at the Wharton School and I am interning this summer in marketing on Giorgio Armani Beauty Team. Hi, I'm John. I am from Michigan State College of Business and Law. I am interning in demand planning for the Active Cosmetics Division. Thank you guys for introducing yourselves, our awesome MBA interns for this summer. So talk to me, what were you doing before you decided to pursue your summer internship at L'Oreal? Before L'Oreal, I was in the San Francisco Bay Area, so this was before school, and I was in education technology. And what that meant was, this was the intersection of education and tech. I was at a startup, started I think about like 20 people, grew to 200, and then I was at Google on the Google for Education team in sales, account management, um, program management, so the whole gamut. So prior to my internship experience here at L'Oreal, I was going to law school as well as doing my MBA. And then the summer right before I came to L'Oreal, I was working as a supervisor for a company that installs modular furniture in corporate offices. So I did everything from unload trucks in the morning to final client walkthroughs in the evening. Kind of two very different backgrounds prior to your experience pursuing your MBA, your experience here. So. What made you actually decide to pursue getting an MBA? I was always told being in Silicon Valley that you don't need an MBA to be successful. And that is very much true. Um, For me, I really wanted the opportunity to figure out what function I wanted to be in as well as potentially pivot industries. And so during my time in business school, I really focused on that. I had an inkling that I wanted to do marketing. And so I delved into that pretty deeply and I explored a lot of different um, industries, but ultimately honed in on what makes me happy and what do I like doing on a regular basis. And I mean, I'm the type of individual that likes going to Sephora and doing swatches on my time off. So (laughs) that's sort of when I figure like, you know what, this is like really time for me to hone in on that, hone in on the interest and make that, see if I can make that my job. And so that's how I gravitated towards L'Oreal. So I went to law school knowing that I wanted to do corporate law. And after having some experience working for a public defender and working in a housing clinic, I really saw that I didn't want to be a trial attorney, but I needed to figure out how to mend myself and get into the business side and I felt as though like the MBA was the best route for me to merge both that business and law and provide me with an opportunity to do corporate law or work with law in a corporate setting. 
So John and Aileen, as you were going through those change, when you can go step back into that moment, what was the toughest adjustment that you had to make? For me personally, I would say the hardest adjustment from transitioning from law school to the MBA world was working with teams. In law school, you don't work with teams. They have you take one test at the end of the year and you're just focused on yourself. Um, whereas in the MBA program and at Broad, you work with teams every single day. And I felt like that took a little adjustment for me in terms of like really understanding that my priorities might not exactly be everybody else's priorities and having to learn to adjust that. I think that was probably one of the largest challenges, but definitely the most beneficial to face before having my internship at here L'Oreal because as we all know, everyone's busy, everyone's schedule's busy. And so you have to like really work with others and work with your team. Yeah, I think I agree with that entirely. I think in addition to that was really discovering how to prioritize was really important Definitely. just because there's so many things happening in business school and everyone's priority is a little bit different. So you really have to stay true to yourself and figure out what is most important. And coming into the beauty industry, as much as I was a consumer, trying to understand this whole new business language um, was something that I felt like I needed to just ask a lot of questions and just be up to speed on a lot of it um, but it was really helpful to join in like my manager Alyssa put me into a ton of meetings and that got me asking a lot of questions and just gave me a lot of insight and in how things were run on a day-to-day -day. so that was very different than what I was used to doing um, prior and as you guys are both towards the end of your internship here what has been your proudest accomplishment so far I'd have to say for me personally, um, last week I had the opportunity to run our monthly forecast meeting where as an intern I felt as though there was a lot of pressure but also a lot of responsibility to given to me to be in charge of the entire acne free brand from a demand planning perspective and then go into the meeting and speak with the general manager, with the sales, with marketing and really be able to speak to why our number is what it is or why I believe the forecast should be changed. I felt like I went in there and I was able to really take control of that meeting and both my manager and I felt proud about how I did for that. So I think that's probably the best part so far for sure. I think for me, maybe like two things. I think the first is having the opportunity to do something um, that I've never done before. Like marketing is completely new to me and I felt very supportive as I was looking into my project and how to approach it. So having um, that final outcome was awesome because like I said, it's something that I had never done before. Um, but one another goal that I had coming in was to truly understand like the company and the people. And so I tried my best to balance um, working on my project as well as getting to know people around the company. And so I felt like the program was st structured in such a way that I got to meet a ton of people at various levels, but also setting up those coffee chats and ensuring that like I made time for that. It was a goal that I had from the beginning that I think I was able to accomplish. So I was very glad I was able to do that. Kind of on that note, I'd say that's probably been my favorite part about this internship is just been the access to so many different people, whether it was the setup of coffee chats where we had the MBA operations interns together meeting with senior leadership, or it was just my manager giving me a list at the beginning of the summer being, and saying, these are 12 people that I think you should at least try to reach out to. 
I felt that everyone, regardless of the area they were in, whether it was sourcing, whether it was legal, whether it was marketing, sales, they all were just so open and friendly to tell me how they got to the position they're actually in and help me plan the best roadmap for me. Yeah, I think you both are talking about something that is what I think is really so intrinsic to L'Oreal culture, this really wonderful ability to network with anyone, you know, whether it's in your function, out of your function, you're just interested in what they do. It's such, uh, I think, a really unique part of our culture. And so I'm curious for you guys, you know, how would you describe L'Oreal culture and what surprised you about it? L'Oreal, I don't know if this surprised me, but I remember feeling like what really hit me was, wow, everybody is so prepared. Literally when I came, I was like sitting in these meetings like with um, the VP of our marketing and realizing not only had my team done the research that she had asked, but then anticipated like what she would um, would ask. And so I think the learning is not just like the bare minimum that is being brought to the table, but everybody goes above and beyond. Um, and I really love that because the team always like pushes one another. Um, so I, I don't know if that's like surprised me, but I some it was like an energy that I really loved. Definitely, I'd say, I don't know if surprise is the best word, but two things I've noticed about the culture at L'Oreal was the how fast-paced everything is. When you came in, when we came in on the first day, we hit the ground running. So that was a little shocking. Another thing that I've noticed about the culture here is kind of brings me back to earlier, just everyone's willingness to help. And that's something that's really comforting, especially coming from about as far away from the beauty industry as I think you can get legal and working installing modular furniture I didn't know much about it so um, everybody's been really great so that's something to put towards L'Oreal's culture for sure it's like a coffee chat culture and I love that like they when they say like to set up coffee chats like they really mean it so what is a coffee chat I mean a coffee chat is uh, it can be purely social you want to just meet up with someone or it can be business um, and I've done both it's a mixture of them but it's really an opportunity for you to get to know people I think in the beginning I was setting up a lot of coffee chats without really an agenda because I didn't have my project yet and so I was really interested in getting to know the individual that I was speaking with and like who are they as a person because I think that's really important in any type of business situation um, and in business setting and eventually you go back to the same people and you work in a business capacity and so I think a coffee chat can be whatever you make it to be but essentially is meeting it with someone and having coffee or not having coffee yeah you get to build those relationships and that's definitely what I've noticed helps L'Oreal move and continue to be one of the best is once you've kind of established a relationship with someone you can you can ask them for a favor or you can ask them for guidance and they can then show you the way to get to your ultimate solution so we are recording live from our Hudson Yards location here in, in New York. And as you both have uh, come from different locations here in, in the U.S., what um, insight can you share with our audience that may be something that you didn't know or you know, that is something that you wish to share as you have this opportunity to just talk about your experience? So I actually had never even visited New York prior to coming here at L'Oreal. So I would like to just throw that out there. Um, that, we will hold that against you. Yeah, that was definitely a shocker. Um, and I take 
I commute from um, from Jersey City, yep. so I take the path in every morning. I definitely have got to experience over here by the office, the High Line, which is super nice, and you can just walk to Chelsea Market, which is great. I've never lived in New York, and it was one of my goals to live here over the summer. I was born and raised in LA. I did come to school um, for undergrad and obviously grad school in the Northeast, but Hudson Yards, it's pretty awesome. Let me talk about the office for a little bit because I know you didn't touch on that. Um, I live 10 minutes walking um, from the office, so quite different in terms of a commute. So that has oh, been. Rough commute. There. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, it's like fabulous. And walking to Hudson Yards every morning has been just like really nice, but what's dangerous? is the fact that because the office is literally like within a mall it's great for (laughs) (laughs) because you can you get to do consumer research which I've done and but then you'll also go shopping a lot which I have also done Um, but I love the neighborhood it's like very walkable and it's really close to sort of if you want to like go eat after work close by like that's definitely doable and Chelsea um, where we're really close by is really great. Like Chelsea Market is fabulous. Um, so I've been like loving it. If you're yeah. talking about like the neighborhood overall. Upon reflection of year one, are there any courses that you've taken so far in your academic tenure pursuing your MBA that you found have been very helpful during your time at L'Oreal? They definitely take as many finance classes as you can, even though I am in operations. I've come to find out that if you can speak to the number and as long as you can understand what the number is meaning, what that what the meaning is behind that number, you can be in any meeting, whether you're in operations, whether you're marketing, as long as you can really understand those numbers and speak to them, people will listen to you because that because L'Oreal is a very data-driven company. So I would highly recommend take as many finance electives as you can, even if the workload seems miserable or you're not gonna go into finance, I think it's really beneficial for working at L'Oreal. I agree with that. And coming from the marketing side, my finance accounting classes, I think in terms of what you learn with the vocabulary and the various concepts have been very helpful because you're not going to be working on some finance concept, but the fact that you have that underlying background will give you a better understanding of what is happening in the meeting. Um, From the marketing side, I almost wish I took even more marketing classes, like I took a few, but thinking about how to approach certain situations um, and knowing that you have some sort of background to run off of was really helpful for me. So even if I couldn't recall details right away, I really relied on my MBA interns even to talk about some of those like concepts. So you have almost like a common ground and common language to discuss some of these things. Do you think there's any unique advantage to actually having your MBA at L'Oreal? For me, going back to getting my MBA was for the ability to switch functions um, and uh, like industries. And so I was very happy that I was able to do both. And I think at a place like L'Oreal, I almost feel like you could succeed. Similar to Silicon Valley, you could succeed without having your MBA. Um, And I think that is absolutely a fantastic thing because it means that everybody here is very knowledgeable about the company and they they are embedded into like beauty and that's wonderful. What has enabled me to be at a place like L'Oreal is my MBA because I didn't come from that background because I didn't have um, that marketing expertise. And so getting that 
in business school was really crucial in how I am able to navigate my um, my time here at the company. Yeah, I would definitely have to reiterate that. Me getting my MBA is what allowed me to secure an opportunity for this summer here at L'Oreal. So as this topic is about making a career change, you know, it can be difficult at any time of your career, whether you're early on in an internship, you have, you know, 10 to 20 plus years of experience, you know, whatever your situation is, it definitely is not an easy thing to do. So uh, what advice or um, recommendations do you have that can help someone better going through something similar at this point where they're they're looking at their professional career and, and maybe it's time for a change that um, worked for you that could possibly help work for other people as well um i would have to say one piece of advice and i was actually given that given it here at l'oreal was when networking network with a purpose and i think that is specifically important for people that are making career changes is to really kind of understand what you're trying to get into where if you're trying to go from marketing to operations or if you're switching functions like make sure you know what you want to do and then go find people that either made that career switch themselves or are on the other side of that career switch and just talk to them figure out what did their roadmap look like to get from point A to point B that way you can map out yours to be somewhat similar. It might not be the exact same, but I definitely think like networking with a purpose in mind is some of the best advice I was given to help me while switching careers. A lot of the times like I might have gone into like a coffee chat or like at school for instance a conversation with alum, um, other students where I might not necessarily know like what I was hoping to get out of the conversation but what I went in then with was like I would love to just get to know the person and what they have to offer and what they like have to say about their time and I always come away with that thinking wow I learned so much I'm so glad I did that and so I think it's really a matter of being open-minded, like being uh, proactive about seeking out those opportunities where you can gain those insights. Um, and had I say like, oh, you know, I, I don't really know what this is going to give me, um, but the fact is, if you're proactive about it and you go and do it anyway, like you're, you can be pleasantly surprised. And so I always try to remind myself of that, um, that if you keep doing what you think is the right thing to do, then hopefully like all things will converge and um, you'll end up where you need to be. And don't forget to, to lean on your past experience. You may be switching careers or you may be making a different decision, but that doesn't mean there's not transferable skills from your old role. So I think keeping that at the forefront of your mind is definitely important as well. So you've been in your role for more than a few weeks. So is there anything, you know, looking back that you wish you had been more personally or professionally more prepared to tackle? Personally, I wish I would have tried to do more things on my own in terms of with Excel because I did have some extra Excel work in class, but I wish I would have kind of taking the ball into my own court and really practice with Excel. And then personally, I would say the first maybe two and a half weeks or so of the internship, I didn't really come out of my shell yet. I was kind of timid in terms of asking for help or 
um, even knowing like who to ask for help. And so I think it kind of took me a little bit longer than I would have liked to really just come out and be like, hey, I need some help on this or really kind of be comfortable with asking for help. And so I think those are probably two things that I wish I would have maybe improved on or, or would have done differently going forward. I think when I look back, the main thing that I wish I would have done differently was um, reaching out to s- some of our senior leaders. Like, I think yeah. the HR team does a really great job setting up some of these formal spaces where you get to speak with, like, VPs and presidents, and um, and it's really wonderful, but they're also so generous with their time that they're so more than happy to meet with you one-on-one. Um, and so reaching out early on to set up those coffee chats because they're more than happy to do that, and you get uh, another perspective um, into their world and advice from them. And so that's something I wish I'd done earlier, which I didn't do. did also get one of my best advice from a coffee chat, which was uh, she had said, your internship is like not just your project, it's like your project and everything else. And so a lot of that is getting to know everybody and what the team is, what the team does, like how it functions within the broader organization. And so I'm in the Lux division, but what does it mean beyond that and how do people move? So you're figuring out a lot of that along the way too. And that comes best when you're speaking with a lot of people. And we're wrapping up our conversation here today. I'm sad to say so. I have one question that we ask all of our intern guests on the L'Oreal Intern Insider Podcast. So, in one word, how would you describe your L'Oreal internship? That's hard. Yeah, that's really hard. They'll make it easy. (laughs) Just one word? Can I have a phrase? One word. Great, but that's not the word I want to use to describe L'Oreal because it's more than, like, it was more than just great. Like, I feel like great's a very simple word to put on it like great's not enough to like encapsulate the experience let's go with fantastic i'll go with growth like that better (laughs) (laughs) yeah can i steal our word too (laughs) growth is a good one well thank you all so much for joining us for this special episode of our l'oreal intern insider a big thank you to pete my co-host eileen and john our two mba intern guests Um, and make sure to tune in for more. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the L'Oreal Intern Insider Podcast. Interested in learning more about L'Oreal's on-campus recruitment and internship opportunities? Make sure to check out L'OrealOnCampus.com for application information, our summer intern blog, and more. Join us next time for more hashtag life at L'Oreal. This is Justine. And this is Regina. Signing off. Au revoir.